Thoughts for episode 129 of Tattoo Collecting 101, right here on Guy Atchison's Reinventing the Tattoo Network, a community for tattooers, apprentices, collectors, and all those who are curious about the world of tattooing. We stream out almost every day of the week, so be sure to share it out with all your friends, and as well as check out our professional development courses from over 20 world-class tattoo artists at reinventingthetattoo.com. If you haven't joined us here at Reinventing before, we aim to educate and inspire one another to create better art and tattoos to leave the community a better place than how we found it. You can find all these shows on our Roku channel, as well as all your favorite podcast platforms. So just go to reinventing, search for Reinventing the Tattoo, and you'll find us on all your platforms there. Real quick, just want to say thank you to all our sponsors who make this show possible. So thank you to World Tattoo Events, which has the largest, most comprehensive resource of tattoo conventions going on in the world right now, as well as Tattoo Now, technology for tattooers. They're the leading edge in professional development, management, and digital tools of all levels for tattooers. Also want to say thank you to our affiliates at the Fireside Tattoo Network and the Apprenticeship Diaries. And lastly, just thank you to Guy Atchison. He's the founder and inspiration behind the Reinventing the Tattoo community and makes it all possible. So you can go to guyatchison.com to get your copy of the Biomech Encyclopedia, custom coil machines, paintings, and instructional DVDs. And if you're enjoying the knowledge we share, who you're putting out, be sure to share it with a friend. On to Ben. Hey, there we go. There's a lot Kyle. of. Uh, that was wonderful. You didn't was. even like hiccup or stutter or. There, uh, there was a few, but yeah. I mean, there were some shenanigans <laughs> in the background. I heard, but we'll blame Ben. I wasn't doing it. I was. No, fine. Ben was good this time. He was on his best behavior. <laughs> it wasn't even me this time. This ninety-eight percent of the time. Thank you. I'm a goddamn angel. percent. 98% the other time fucking me up. I no. I'm not it's not my fault you're weak and frail and can be distracted easily. Yeah, well, I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is not your fault. I am kidding. Oh, of course. Oh, fawn, fawn, fawn. Fucking on the road again. Always on the road. Fawnji's out there on the road again. Yeah, it's okay. That's a good place to yeah. go. Ohio's kind of shitty right now. I mean, I don't today. mind Ohio. I've just really had a lot, a lot of stuff going on in my personal life lately. So this few days that I kind of took off to get out of town was a well-needed break. So kind of just kind of decompressing while I had a space in between appointments. And then the other thing is we are getting incredibly close to Hell City. Ramping so up. Mm-hmm. Yep. I figured this was probably my last chance if I needed to decompress that <laughs> I was going to get. So, um, so yeah, we, just are, kind of we like, are already in go mode here. We yeah. just spent, I mean, I've been here since what, fucking three thirty. Yeah. That's when I talked stuff. to you. And it's, uh, it was an impromptu meeting. It happened to be that a lot of the people were here and it just happened to be like, well, fuck it. Let's talk about it. Sometimes that's the best, most productive meetings we have around the warehouse are the impromptu ones where it's like we all have the thing on our mind and we all just happen to like come together in a moment right. and all the discussion happens. Like we don't actually have like board meetings or like shop meetings. God. It's just like it just kind of happens out. very well i think it's a good thing that it happens so organically like that like you know we talk all the time about our tattoo family and it it's of such that like we don't even really need to organize meetings because we're just there, there. all the time 
it's easy when yeah. everybody's plugged in. Um, yeah. When well, everybody's there, what, there's not much to explain because you heard the conversation that started this decision. So like, it's, mm-hmm. it's nice. Like, as we get close to Hell City, like obviously we see Brian more. Brian's in and out a little bit more often. Um, Mick is here so, right now, packing up sound equipment. Because oh, I had to stop doing that to come to this. <laughs> if he's up to it, you should make him come and holler at um, us. I, I don't think that Brian is going to stop doing what he's doing if I offered him. A he's pretty laser holler. focused right now. He's got oh, that's Brian. Brian. He's got Brian face going. And I don't even want to. I don't even want to. You know. Well, You've seen Brian face. Laser hmm, I see what focus. you guys are doing. You know what I need is some gummies. Some delicious gummies. Where'd I put them? Watch out. I like them night crawlers. So I was just getting able to take a glance at the fucking itinerary for this year. And Hell City is stacked this year. There's a lot going on. I actually, like, throughout the show, have some specific shout outs and such i'm supposed to sprinkle in but like i'm gonna be kind of like you know for hell city i'm usually like floating around and like wherever i'm needed i will run there or i'll grab the cable and run it to who needs it or i'll find the adapter and or i'll like know the person who knows the answer for the question track them down get the answer bring the answer back like i I don't know how i i may have volunteered you for your amazing craftiness um just today what um, do i need to craft well i think that the conversation would probably be best had off air just in case it doesn't go down that way we don't oh. upset people but okay yeah i volunteered you already today to help with a little problem okay. so well i know one of the things i'm going to be doing all weekend those of you that were at health city last year um, if you were if you were like facing the main stage off to the right hand side, the corner opposite the AV area, um, I'll have the tattoo collecting area. So if you want to come share your stories, I think we're going to set up pretty much the same set that you guys are sitting with right now. We might nice. have like a different table in between, but I think we're going to take I, I would like to. I'm brainstorming aloud with you right now, but I'd love to take those chairs, <laughs> maybe my little table from my basement that we can use as a monitor or site. Mm-hmm. And uh, if anybody wants to come and share their stories after the competitions, anybody that we talk to, will have a little area there. And then in addition to that, uh, you know, Lauren likes to do the tattoo tours. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. this year she's actually doing tattoo collection documentation for worldwide magazine so if you would like to if you're a tattooer or a collector definitely be sure to link up with lauren so So i want to be first i mean do it tell her i'm already at the top of the list um so that's going down uh so there's going to be a lot of you know hell city is Hell City. But in addition to that this year, there's going to be, I think, a little bit more focus on the collector if we have anything to do about it. So um, obviously the tattoo competitions at Hell City are some of the steepest in, in the, the whole industry. Like, you know, the the all Most around qualified judges. Yeah, they're they're pretty coveted awards. Um, I was actually talking the other day we were talking about like 
how special Hell City trophies are to a lot of tattooers. Like as a collector, it it meant a lot to me to win best overall female. And it, you know, I, it's just one of those things where like, it was a goal and it's been accomplished, but it was, it was a goal for a reason. One of the cool things about, you know, when I like, let's say like when I was working up with Sean Peters at Eclectic in Michigan, you know, he's got trophies and trophies and trophies. Sean is a phenomenal tattooer and like in the the realm of biomech, like he's he's up there. He does he does really, really good work. So he's got trophies galore. He's got, you know, the bookshelf we've got upstairs that's got like all of Derb's trophies through the years and all the like thank you for judging plaques and things like that. Um Sean has one of those in the basement that nobody sees but he has his hell city trophies right by the front door as soon as you walk into the shop so like i'm not saying hell city is the only show like that but it is definitely you know it is it's it's it is the uh staple it is the example it is the uh it it is what other shows strive for and that's why there's a lot of pride in our crew I feel like a lot of times we talk about Hell City and it's just so like we're in it all the time and we are part of the team and you know we we talk about it we see it we live it day in day out we see the whole rigmarole all year long you know we're we're close enough to the magic that we can see behind the curtain you know but Hell City really is if if I let's rewind before I even knew Derb before, like I knew who he was, but like we weren't in the same social circle yet. I was just a little tatter tot. Like I didn't have my own studio yet. And Hell City was the show that I looked forward to every year. Motor City and Detroit and then Hell City were the two staple shows that I've been to every single year of my career. And even if I wasn't affiliated with Derb, even if I didn't work at Red Tree, I would still go to Hell City every year because it's the best collection of artists you know, like Derb has a talent for curating the right people for his event. Like not only is he curating talent, but there's also a vibe, you know, everybody's hardworking, everybody's optimistic and upbeat. You know, there's not really like, there's not really a sour patch kid in the mix. You know what I mean? Like if you're working at Hell City, it's, it's a, privilege and it's a thing that uh that any artist that works there should be proud of um and then like for collectors you know when we gather on a stage like we do at hell city it's like it's it's different than other shows because like for one derp does the the card system now you know for years he had the like high-tech sliding scale super fair but you know through all the research, it comes down to the same winners, even if you do it the high tech way, or if you're just giving cards and votes to the the best tattoos. And the way that he does it now, we'll have 25 or 30 tattooed people on stage together, plus the judges. So right. you're talking 35 people on stage that have like sweat just the same and cried just the same and traveled to get our tattoos. And we've scrimped and saved and borrowed and did all the things to be able to afford to pay our tattooers and that's the time that like yeah we're we're getting together to show our work off because we're proud of it but there's this like camaraderie that happens when you're in 
that group of people that are all so equally proud of their work. You know, we um, there's there's a only a couple of times you get to be fully immersed in that environment. There's only a couple of times a year that that level of comfort, that level of complete security in who you are and what you do got me fogged. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Ben. I wasn't trying to make you emotional. No, it's just, it's our Sorry, space to let our fucking fly. flags fly. Mm-hmm. It really mm-hmm. is. And it's, and that's the vibe. That's what makes Hell City different because everybody there understands that this is that safe place to be able to come and be yourself, mm-hmm. regardless of yeah. who that is, what kind of art you love, what kind of styles of tattoo you have. It's about the environment of being accepted. Mm-hmm. You can't implement that. That's something that happens on its own. Yeah, it's a pretty, it's a pretty magic thing. Um it's, I just, I don't know. I don't know why I feel so compelled in this moment to talk about specifically what makes Hell City special, but we do spend a lot of time talking about it nonchalantly, but I don't know if we really spend enough time breaking down why it's such a privilege and why it's so special to be part of Hell City and part of Derb's team. Um, but it, yep. it really is, you know, there, there are other phenomenal conventions around the world, but, but I think, you know, all the, the team teamwork that goes into this. Yeah, all the teamwork yeah. that goes into this, all the love that goes into it. Like, if it wasn't for the love of tattooing and tattoo collecting, why would we even have conventions right. to begin with? You know, Derb's smart enough and good enough with money that, like, it's not even about it's making not, money anymore. Right. You know what it's I mean? All of these even. other conventions, <laughs> they're... I mean, it is a business. It is a no, business. But it has to make money to put back into the machine. And that's how it's gotten so big the way that it has. But right. the thing is, is it's more than just a business. Right. For this convention, for this show, it is more than just a business. It's more than just an opportunity to make money. Derb could do other things to make way more money and work way less hard. But this is a project of passion that like, the whole team, you know, Derb has multiple managers that help make it happen every year. And then outside of that, you know, there's photographers, there's videographers, there's all the people that come and like help plug in extension cords. Do you know how many extension cords it takes to put on a show like this? Thousands. Right. I'm not we, exaggerating. One of our largest road cases is only extension cords. One of the largest things we take is only extension cords. The heaviest, too. Mm -hmm. It is one of the heaviest. But yeah, it's insane. Um, I always love the the orchestration of it all. This was an empty room, and bam, 24 hours later, we are throwing a fucking bash. Like... (laughs) I, I've it always been a fan of throwing the party as opposed to going to the party. So being able to be involved and watch it all come together and watch watch the conductors just and festival. <laughs> it's amazing. And, you know, the nice thing is, I feel like at this point, I don't want to be like Derb could disappear and the team mm. could just do the thing. But like in reality, 
everybody on the team has been doing their job long enough that like, I think that's one of the things that makes it run so smoothly. Like even when there are little things that pop up that are unexpected, like everybody can just handle it in their own corner. You know what I mean? We still have staff switch and we still have people come and go and we still have, but at the core of the show, mm -hmm. it's rock solid. And that we've got like the, the help, the helpers, like let's just call like the blanket crew, the helpers. 90% 90% of those come back every year. Right. Like there might be a few new faces, but the new faces are probably people people who have been helping around the shop or you well, know, friends of present. Yeah. So you I'm know, making my roommate like, volunteers. You know, I was wondering if Corey was gonna help again. Forcing him. He has no choice. But I told him he has to find another place to live if he doesn't. So it's a perfect example because he helped no, last he, year and he's coming back this year. So because again, when you're immersed in that environment and you feel the acceptance and you feel the connection and you feel the the these guys are in it for the right reasons and this is a team and this is the reason we do this, it's mm-hmm. really easy to get wrapped up in the ah, of it all. <laughs> yeah, that is one of the things about Hell City. You can even as long as I've been tattooing as many people as I've had the privilege and honor to meet and people that I've had the privilege of working with and talking to and connecting through reinventing, I still get starstruck. Like sometimes I'll be in a conversation and I'll be like, I was just going way too <laughs> <laughs> I'm always like, hey, do you know somebody's like, do you know who you're just talking to? And I'm like, I, Jim? You're like I mean, a guy? I don't know. That's some water. I just got him some water. I don't know. Like, um, but that's kind of that's kind of why I always thought it was kind of cool because I don't. I've always just known my, my small circle, and Hell City's always been my uh, branch out to to others. You know, like I haven't really until starting doing the show frequently. I didn't. I didn't know a lot of people outside of our small little bubble. Um, so. I, I sometimes get embarrassed because I don't know who people are. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't, I, uh, I, don't, I know these guys. Should, should I know them? Uh, sorry. You know, that also fair, makes it really I, great to be non-biased when, when anybody asks me a question. Cause yeah, I think it's funny when people meet me and don't even know I'm a tattooer, but like, you know, so you could watch a handful of our shows in a row and not realize that I'm a tattooer. Some episodes but you know, know sometimes i just like stand around in a conversation and just kind of listen so Your old man's had to yeah sometimes sometimes i'm more of a listener than a talker but then when i start speaking and people are like oh you're that person they're like yeah you caught me well we were out to breakfast last week and and got the oh bro i love your tats as as fawn is like shrinking out the back door. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna go get in the taco. <laughs> I'll see you later. <laughs> it made me laugh. It made me laugh. I don't tattoo, you, but you should look at our show. <laughs> no, it's always a fun conversation, but I, I think it's hilarious and people always assume that I'm the one. And I'm like, no, actually, that's <laughs> you know i like it like when we were uh when we were shooting full league and me and you and Corey would be together occasionally and it'd be like the two of us and then people would automatically assume that ben's the tattooer and we're oh. the groupie girls following him around for free work absolutely or that i was dating either one of you that happened a lot too. or both 
Or both at the same time. Just bring them to the same that's, party. That's a crazy um, tattoo life, man. That's it. You know, everybody in the tattoo world lives that lifestyle. Duh. Um, not this kid. Not this kid. We even had somebody on our own team think that we were dating. I'm like, are, are, are men and women not allowed to just be friends? You know what's funny is like, you know, obviously we've talked about it enough on the show. Like you went through a separation over the last couple of years. And, Don't put my business um, out there, Font. No, I do feel like sometimes people were like, are you caught in the middle of it? And I'd be like, no, <laughs> no. Emily's still my manager. It doesn't have anything to do with me. Like, right. I love I'm them both. Here. Peanut gallery. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. It's fun. That was always. And like when I'd like touch it, it'd be like a few minutes after the comet like had been (laughs) stated. And I'd have to be like, hold on, we got to rewind a second because I think there's been a a misunderstanding. (laughs) (laughs) We are still cool. (laughs) That's fun. That's fun. So this year, Hell City, what's the one thing you're looking forward to the most? Hmm. Okay, you guys are going to hate me for saying this, but it's me, so I'm going to say it, and just because it's honest. The smoking area. (laughs) Not for smoking, because you guys know, I'm, you know, I smoke regardless of whether there's people to smoke with or not. But what I like about the specific smoking area, once you, like, leave the, the Hyatt and you go out that rear door, there's this little, like, alcove where there's multiple tables, and it's actually, like, a really nice smoking area. And sometimes you'll walk out those doors and there will be like two or three people there and it's still other times you walk out those doors and there's 60 people just filling it. And then there will be like world renowned tattooers where I'm starstruck every time I turn around, like any group of people I step up to, I might recognize one or two people. And then there's going to be like 16 people that I'm like, uh, choke it over my tongue because they're just standing there. Um, but it's pretty cool because you get, you get collectors, you get tattooers, we get company owners, we have people that have just stumbled into Hell City because they were curious and they've seen the advertisements around Columbus and to have little, all of those people, people tucked like in that me. tiny little area and all we're doing and not everybody is smoking weed like most Why? people are just smoking cigarettes but like the smoking area is just the coolest little like <laughs> I like I like the smoking area better than I like hanging out at the bar. Yeah. Well, I'm not a a big drinker. I don't mind having a drink, but that's not how I prefer to spend my social time. Um, So being at the bar reminds me of working in the bar and I automatically start clearing people's glasses. I feel it's my job to talk to the drunk guy and be like, well, part of that, Ben, is he, we talk about it all the time is manners. Like, yeah, I've, I've never worked food i mean i did work at a bar and i did it was a pool hall and we did have a little bit of food but like that was a very short period of my life um but i still feel the need to like consolidate the mess at least or you know what i mean like stack the glasses put all the i will full on neither bar back (laughs) full on i'll start just clearing tables take them to the wash station by the end of the night they're like do we owe you money or it's I i don't i don't i just i just can't I need a fidget. <laughs> so I um was going through my phone earlier today and I uh, like duplicated a bunch of stuff from last year on my camera roll and then bounced it over to our Instagram. And as I was looking through the videos from last year, first of all, my hair was super short still. Second of all, Kyle, the intern, you should have seen this guy. Like, Do you want me to, you want me to pull him up? Pull him up. 
pull, pull up the thing. Some of them are photos. Some of them are like, you know, short little videos, but. Short little um, videos. Yeah. But uh, that was really like, that was like, so Kyle and I met at Jiminy Peak, but that was the first time Kyle had been to Columbus to kind of like meet everybody, right? But, yeah, this was like right after I moved out here. So he was still just like quiet and awkward and just what, like looked at still. us. I'm like wearing that eyes. same outfit today almost. It still is. <laughs> what are you talking about? The more things change. The more things stay the same. Some <laughs> things never change, you know? Some things will uh, never change. See, this is the smoking area. John's awesome. Was that Sinclair? I can barely see yeah. it. This guy's got a yep. thumbnail uh, size. It's not, it won't like, like, click on it. Mm -hmm. It's not going it's fine. Right Yeah, that's fine. You could share portion of screen. Okay, let me do that. Jesus, Kyle. Okay. It's like well, I thought we it was going to get larger. Mm -hmm. I, if I bet if I would have sent them one photo at a time, but there's a whole bunch of them. No, it's cool. It's cool. There we go. doesn't change your view. Yeah, that looks a lot better. Good job, Kyle. So that's Emily, Jordan, Corey. So Emily and Jordan will be getting married in July. I'm pretty bum, excited bum, for them. Stencil area. Dante. Oh, there's that Killian. Amazing. Yeah, Kill that's Killian Moon. He's awesome. There's Following Todd's, Todd. <laughs> Todd's, Todd's head. Cookie's backpack. Clearly, the again, smoking area is my favorite. But look at this smoking area. It can be downpouring or snowing or anything that happens in Ohio, and it's still a great little area. Did you pre-watch There's been so these? much construction. Is there anything we need um, to be concerned about? There's nothing crazy. Flashes of your driver's license or anything like that? art fusion experiment. Good job, Kyle. So the art fusion experiment is pretty cool because it is, um, it's, it's always been, hold on, Kyle. Hold on. Pause. There we go. So the art, the art fusion experiment is cool because it is uh, like collaborative. It is just a straight collaborative project. We start with four or five artists and we just kind of rotate through. I think one of the videos is still playing somewhere. I hear Gabe talking. I'm just gonna blame Kyle. But there's a, there's a, so this art fusion experiment I think was the bio one. So, so there's me, Jordan, I believe that's Jeremy. And I can't remember who's on the end in the red. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah, is that the one that um, looked like it was supposed to be one piece once we rearranged them on the table i think so yep 
The thing um, was there's amazing. A, there's another one that I participated in that was all female tattooers, which was pretty cool. Um, but this art fusion experiment is neat because these uh, pieces of art, after we're done with them, they are like uh, put up for sale, silent auction style. So anything that you like, you just walk up, write your name and you the number you're willing to pay it. for it. And it's a really just a cool way to collect a piece of art from like really good artists that might not otherwise ever like work side by side or together. Um, so it's pretty cool. I, I highly recommend standing around and watching. Typically we just do charcoal. Sometimes we'll incorporate pastel colors, but it's just depends. It's a pretty cool thing. Yeah. You can see like, you can see the different thought processes going on from different artists as the, the artwork is happening. I think it's just a neat thing to watch. Um, it used to be like in an area opposite the stage where it would just go on multiple times a day, but it's actually turned into an event because what was happening is more people were watching the art fusion project than what was going on on stage. So it was like, well, we should just make this the main event instead right. of the secondary thing. So that's the people spoke. We listened. Yep. The, the people spoke. So what this means now is there are, I don't think there are any bands this year at Hell City. I think it's nope. all like art driven things like this. So that should mean for a lot of the tattooers that complain about the loud music while they're working, even though like it's intended more for the crowd, um, there's not going to be the loud punk or rap or, you know, whatever, whatever. kind of music has been selected. Um, we're um, still doing a bunch of shows. We still got the burlesque going on. We've still got the freak show coming. We've got a bunch of, it's not like the stage is going to be quiet by any means, but um, we have opted out of live performances. For yeah, it, I think it's, I mean, Hell City's got such a cool feel anyways. Uh, Derb takes the time to build a pretty good playlist for the whole weekend. That's pretty eclectic. Another thing that happens at Hell City that doesn't happen at other shows is the art fusion experiment. And Chris Dingwell is doing another thing. Wet so like paint. in addition, or, or wet paint, I mean. Uh, the wet paint project. So Chris is doing another thing this year where in addition to the like gallery setup that he's done every year where you can actually watch everybody paint and walk up, ask questions, interact, communicate, all the things. There's going to be another room off to the side where pretty much anybody is welcome to join in. It'll be $100 for the weekend, but there are going to be critiques. There's going to be panel discussions um you're calling it a art a, jam correct yep so it'll be like show up paint draw when you want when you feel like it like if you're at the show all weekend it would be worth the hundred dollars to like reserve your seat and you could come and art jam for an hour or two and then go walk around and then come back down and work on your piece a little more and then go walk around check stuff out so it's one of those things where if you sign up for it you're I don't believe you're going to be committed to be sitting there for all three days in this room. I think it's, you'll be able to come and go, as you please, the but then, paint the whole then time. you will have the privilege of having your work critiqued by amazing artists. So sometimes that, that critique alone could be worth that hundred dollars right. because sometimes when somebody, when somebody looks at your work and they see something and they say it to you, sometimes it clicks and it'll change your art from that point forward. You know, sometimes all it takes is somebody saying, Hey, that thing you're doing, try it like this and boom, you're smooth sailing. You know, it's sometimes it takes just those little nudges. 
So oh. the wet paint project is pretty cool. And I think personally, I would rather watch those artists paint than different local bands. I mean, I've yeah. been to a thousand shows like, well, you know, it's I know what to expect to, from live music. Because with such a mix of people comes a very large mix of music tastes. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to please everyone. So when people are like, oh, it was just rock or it was rap or it was, and I don't want to listen to it. Well, you know, you can't please everybody. So mm-hmm. I'm not saying that we've had a big issue about it, but like, it's just one of those things. It's the easy way to please everybody. Everybody's there for art. Mm-hmm. So broader spectrum entertainment. Arts. <sighs> um what else is going on we have the itinerary pulled up on another tab that we could leaf through if so, you like we can one of the things i definitely wanted to talk about and mention um before we get back into the um, instagram stuff is lauren is actually putting on a broadcasting seminar Nice. So like if you're interested in podcasting, if you're interested in recording and sharing like your tattoo work, if you're interested in basically anything content creating related, it's going to be pretty cool. Um, I'm going to be helping her with that. I'm not really sure what I'm signing myself up for, but I know yeah. one of the things that we're going to do is we're going to actually set up three complete setups. So we're basically going to show you like three budgets and how you can create content on those three budgets. So like if you, if you want to make content off of your iPhone, we're basically going to break it down and show you like what things you need to get to make that possible because you can, like I've got my little shore mic. That's a little condenser that plugs right into my iPhone. And then I just got this cord for it. So I can like just use my little shore mic as a handheld. Yeah. Look, I got to show you this, Ben. Can we get, like seven or eight inch gooseneck fucking main layers that we can like carry around like fucking Bob Barker. Oh, we're this, so close. That's what we can do with this. That's just little baby stubby though. I want like a, a I want a long place. one on a stick. But this one is intended. This one's intended for an iPhone. No, that's great. Yeah, it's just got the iPhone plug on it. This is that's a rad, rad little thing. That's super um, rad. So, anyways, I up graded and got a cord so I don't need to leave it plugged right into my phone I can actually use it as a tiny little handheld so I'm pretty excited about that um yeah so anyways so I'd love to have there's going to be three three setups that we show so it'll basically be inexpensive middle of the road and then if you want to go all out and be able to make like professional production quality material then We'll show you what equipment and then kind of give you like a quick rundown of how to set it up and how to use it. Um, Like our setup that we use, for instance, is actually pretty professional. Things that we're missing, we've got some like our sound could be a little bit better here and there. Um, And then lighting, you know, if we were to add two $100 lights, our setup could be a little bit nicer. Well, we Um, have the lights. We just have never set them up. Yeah. Well, I mean, we tried that one time and then we were just fighting glare off of the TV. So like the TV is awesome, but we kind of realized that it's like TV glowing behind us or lighting. So that's Mm -hmm. where we're at. But if we were to switch to a different backdrop, 
um, as our set and stuff evolves, you know, lighting would be our, our next improvement. But the TV's um, badass. I mean, you can get that printed on a banner. I want to print you on a banner, Wow. Okay. Mm. Yeah. But like sometimes we could actually like utilize the TV in other right. ways if it goes to. We just throw no. our stuff up there and leave it, but it's okay. Um so, anyways, if you're if you're gonna be around and you are interested in content creating, that one's gonna definitely be one worth checking out because we will break it down, not just like, you know overwhelming go spend ten thousand dollars this is what you have to do but it'll be like a couple hundred bucks few thousand bucks full production so 50k um, yeah i mean and honestly if i would have had somebody starting out granted with reinventing we were all we we've been doing this for a couple of years now but when we all started doing this we were all starting from scratch i mean right some of us had some equipment, but like we all had to jump down the rabbit hole and learn from scratch. You know, I had to like research what equipment I needed. And then I had to research what equipment was going to be compatible with the other. And then I had to research, you know, I didn't go for to school for this. So I need to find the stuff that has the easiest interfaces to understand. So if I would have had somebody that could break things down and a day for me, it probably would have saved me two months of doing research and homework on my own. So um, if you want to be a content creator, if you want to just even make better Instagram videos and TikTok videos and things like that to upload and share, we'll be able to, to help you with that. If you are wanting to like start a Patreon and start delivering lessons on your technique, you'll definitely want to catch this. You know, anything... Basically, once once you know how to stream, like once you know all of those steps, it's the same from one platform to the next. So um, for the most part, it's this. I mean, it's not, but it is like different platforms have different features. But well, once, once you, you learn the process, connect, it's the rest same. same. Once you learn the process, yeah. it's how do I run the process with each different platform? So learning mm -hmm. the base of what you need to know per platform is half the battle. I know mm -hmm. I need sound, video, blah, 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 blah. Whereas opposed to, and then you're just figuring out how to do that on each individual thing. So like having a better understanding puts you light years ahead. Um, there's going to be so many people attending too, but like, you just got to come this year. It's going to be a good, it's going to be a great year. We're going to have um, so many cool things going on the the pre-game hype today was real like it's gonna be it's gonna be a good show mm -hmm. it's gonna be a good show i don't have any reason to believe it wouldn't be now, i just think we've got a lot of new things coming this year we've got a lot of resets redesigns different things in different areas it's it's a different show this year it's gonna be it's gonna be good Try not uh, to give too much away. It's definitely going to be bigger. It's always it's been two levels for a few years now, um, but that the second level is bigger. It's going to be much bigger. We're all this year. over the place. Mm -hmm. All over excited. the place. Now. I, I mean, to... last year I feel like I ran and ran and ran and ran and ran. So like, if it's bigger, um, that is kind of. I don't want to say the beauty of being on the AV team. But I'm supposed to be in one spot all the time. I don't have to run around a bunch. 
it is kind of very, very beneficial. I was going to tell Kyle to wear his running shoes. Is he going to need them? I'm going to need new ones. Counties are roller skates. <laughs> this boy's going to need That's actually a great day. idea. Can leg we get Kyle some Heelys? I used to have a pair of Heelys. I've looked at Heelys, and then they all have like a 180-pound weight limit. I'm like, do you make these in men's sizes? Because that's what I want. They they do make adult size. No, I'm talking like yeah. men, men's size. The, well, the ones I mean, I'm looking to be at were fair, adult shoe sizes. But for, you know. tiny axle men. this big. Are you calling me fat fox? No, I'm just saying it's one tiny axle this big. It's like you're thrusting your entire weight on axle. like. I think they make training wheels for those too. So if you need those and like a pair. No. Extra not. support? I don't know. No. I'll bring my blades back this year. Roller blades all up. You, you, you wear your blades. I'll wear some quad skates. We'll make fools of ourselves yeah, together. Yeah. I only have to move like 10 feet. For the majority of the day, skates would just be ouch but yeah it'd be fun for like setup day setup day would be good to have wheels so i drop a speaker going too fast break a you know 300 speaker i mean i know there are like i know we've got like little flat trucks and things like that to move things i know we've got little carts and we've got like little platforms with casters on them but you know what we really need do you guys remember third grade do you remember the square little wheelie yes. scooter things with the handles on the side and yes. if you just didn't, didn't hold on to it just right you'd roll over your pinky uh-huh That's uh, those, what we those need. are called furniture dollars they make them you can buy them at um the majority of the stores for like five bucks a pop yes but they don't roll as fast you gotta juice them up <laughs> loosen a couple bearings first yeah put a little wd in there put a little put a little graphite grease Mm-hmm. This shit running. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you want to pull up some more of those uh, pictures I sent over? Pictures. Come on, Kyle. I mean, I'm up. just excited. Pull now that I now that now up. that we're talking about it de- in detail like this, it really starts feeling real that Hell City's like literally right around the corner. Oh, her work's beautiful. Oh, Todd. I miss you already. Todd is, I think, going to Empire. He was texting me this morning. Um, He was was bummed out that Megan wasn't going to be there. There's Russ. We had uh, some impromptu uh, discussion with Russ and Forrest. He's so cute. (laughs) <laughs> Russ, word on the street, Russ is coming again this year too. So, like I said, that's word on the street. I would love to see Russ, and it was really cool to hang out with Russ last year because he wasn't actually working the show. He and his right. wife Beth just like showed up, and uh, you know, they were talking about some of the new technology he's been working on with Tattoo Smart Forest, and he were showing off some of the new, uh, like the new. Uh, that they had they were just working on nice yep um, i remember he gave me a, a brief like in the hall rundown like check this out mm-hmm. it was cool it was cool just catch up with him because we had just got done so, doing an episode with him right before hell city last year yep um look so, at me remembering shit Kyle. at some point 
uh, Russ was like, I'd love to check out Red Tree sometime. I was like, it's only like three minutes away, Russ. Like, I'll take you. And he was like, you'll take us? I was like, yeah, sure. Well, if you don't mind getting in Van Dango, I pulled the seats out of it. So Russ and Beth get in Van Dango. They're sitting all the way in the back. So I'm literally <laughs> chauffeuring them because it only had the, the like the futon seat. seat. It's like a bench seat in the back. So they're back there. And Russ like looks around and he's like, it's been a long time since I've been in a van of this vintage he's like thanks russ thanks so it's made me feel a little bit warmer about van dango ever since no look at todd that's i think that's a great picture of todd it looks really thoughtful even thought there i want to pinch his cheek oh that was russ and forrest that we didn't commentate on Oh, I remember this piece. It's the like crazy Santa looking zombie. Dick uh, huh. Mitchell there. Electric gold stuff. And then uh, from Kingpin, solid eight. In the back of my head. None of this is computer science related. Well, that's not me. Bob and thank you very much. I owe you. You have younger eyes. And Normally, that's right where I am. Uh, There's someone who looks like Gabe Lombus up there. This yeah. is, oh, yeah, this is um, apparently a pretty. Uh, well, that, this must be a, uh, either tattoo of the day or that must be best of show. I bet that's best of I show. I think it was best of show, yeah. Best of show. Best of show. And it's the Nova Unlimited, so the sole Nova Unlimited machine. And I'll put that in there. Yep. Definitely best of show. They're just like lined up giving awards. Awesome. Good job, Kyle. Some conventions have great awards. And then the prizes, like the, the awards themselves are awesome, but the the prizes that go along to the the winners of like tattoo of the day and best of show. Sometimes they're cash prizes. A lot of times there are machines in there at Hell City. There are Cheyenne machines. I, I believe there's going to be Cheyenne machines this year too. Sometimes there's ink sets. Sometimes there's like mega aftercare packs. So like in addition to like the collectors, we talk about the collectors wanting to win these awards and the best overall, but for the artists, you know, they're working all weekend on these, these projects, trying to win, being competitive. Right. And sometimes there's a lot more to it than just the trophy. Like you've got the trophy, that's what you have to show off, but there's sometimes thousands of dollars worth of prizes that go with those like best of show kind of awards um i mean just a cheyenne machine that's not cheap that's over a thousand dollars right there nice. in one little box um i remember one year they were giving away waterloo toolboxes those nice. are five to eight hundred bucks a pop yeah. like so in addition to the trophies and the plaques and the like you know the 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 notches if you will 
it's pretty cool because these artists get set up with really good equipment and really good products to try out. So, so far, um, let me ask you a question. If I were a collector coming to be in these competitions, what are some of the things that like as a collector you should be aware of and like what you would need to prep or how, how, what's the best way to come to be involved? Uh, for competitions? Yeah. Like, to give your artists like the best chance to win some of these uh, awards? Or just, I mean, like some coots, some tips, some tricks. Shave the area so that the judges can get a good look at the tattoo. Moisturize so that it's nice and clear and crisp. Um, maybe don't be stinky. That's maybe, all. That's just that life, you know. Can we just maybe, throw that in? Like, it's a daily rule. Maybe, if possible, like if you care about covering your bits and pieces, wear the appropriate underwear to cover the bits and pieces. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Bits covered. Yeah, sometimes there are accidental slips. I mean, if you're just competing nude or mostly nude, it is what it is. But sometimes people will um, get up on stage and they want to be modest, and things fall out of the modesty garment. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's when a quick camera shift happens yeah, i feel like you know exactly <laughs> you know exactly three. the incident i'm talking uh, about it wasn't yeah, a nip some slip low-lying fruit last like year that. that needed to happen <laughs> <laughs> some people needed to you know pay a dress you know let's just say we all handled it like adults though first no of all. we didn't i laughed my ass off i thought it was fucking hilarious because i am 12 Legit. Legit. To be fair, I think the I think I think the collector in question. I don't think he was real embarrassed. I think he was for it. With it was so fine. much chaos going on on this on the stage at the time, with that many people up there, no one noticed except for the people that were uh, had the Absolutely. ability to zoom in. The judges, so, yeah. only the judges noticed. Yeah, to be pretty close. It's still just yeah. kind of a lot a lot of skin on the stage. It didn't like stand out, you know. It, yeah. But oh, it was a good time. Made me laugh. Appropriate undies. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to get a hammock and, and just make sure I got it on deck. Just in case. One of... That's a so banana this hammock, is, This going to be weird. Yeah, this know. is something I haven't really talked about before. But, like, when I compete on and I'm, like, sharing my collection and I'm just, like, literally wearing just a thong, like, I'll put little tape over my nippies. But, like, I'm nude. I Like, that's just... Like I have a tr one tr little triangle on, covering the tickets anything. sell themselves. You don't need to help. So, anyways, <laughs> what I was gonna say, what I was gonna say is when I am that exposed and vulnerable in front of a crowd of people, I sweat like crazy. So, like maybe that day. If, well, you could either bring a towel or just uh, like put your antiperspirant or deodorant on like right before you go on stage or right before you undress to go on stage. And this You're isn't something like a small bag with you too, people like no one's yeah. gonna, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I usually set like my I'll take my clothes off. I'll put like my jean shirt shoes right in a little stack and tuck it either like on the corner of the stage or just below the corner of the stage. Nobody is going to mess with anything like it's it's fine. Like there's enough people looking out that nobody's going to mess with anything that shouldn't. Um, but the thing I'm saying is it's, this isn't even like for like, you know, it's rude to not do this or anything. It's just like, after talking to Andrea 
Um, we've had her on the show with mm -hmm. the, she's got the geometric collection. She, I think she came in third. I've got pictures of it, but I think she came in third last year. Um, her best overall female, but we've, she and I privately have had the conversation of like, man, isn't it crazy how like you get like the nervous sweats when you're like that? Like, it's not just like standing up there with goosebumps. It's like, you've got the nervous sweats and you're hot and you've got goosebumps and you're jittery and you feel judged because you're being judged. Because you're being judged. <laughs> it's a huge like all the things. drop too. So. Yeah. So in talking with Andrea and then in talking with the ink shrink, he and I had a pretty good conversation the other day on Instagram. Um, I think it's one of those things that like, even as a co collector and as a competitor, I forget how uncomfortable I'm going to be. So like, as a, some advice to other collectors go at like, whether you wear deodorant or whether you don't wear deodorant, whatever, maybe right before you go on stage, put some on just so it's one less thing to be nervous about. You know what I mean? Because yeah. sometimes when you're sweating, you then become self-conscious like, Oh no, man, I'm naked. And I smell like an onion. Mm. And then, What's you know, that? Philly cheese steaks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, the judges sometimes get close, especially like I have my armpits tattooed. So they were, they're getting their face like four inches away from my pits. So I try to use like a, invisible 24 hour solid but i'll put it on like 10 minutes before i go on stage just to make me more comfortable like nobody's ever said hey fawn you smell like an onion but like i know what my nervous sweat is like and i know like i don't care for the smell of it <laughs> i don't imagine anybody else would um so that's you know that's not even for like the sake of anybody else but you as the collector when you're competing that that might help you be just have one less thing to be self-conscious about while you're in front of a room full of 20, 50, 70, a couple hundred people looking at you plus broadcasting. Think about as well is that you, the time it takes to go through your category can be a while. Be prepared to be at the stage for 45 minutes sometimes. These yeah, if it's like large color or large black and gray, it's a lot of entries. They go for Burn. and sometimes at hell city and some of the big competitions it'll actually go in heats so it'll be like 25 or 30 people on stage maybe less uh, you know whoever's running will kind of call the shots about how many people are up there but you know one heat will take several minutes and then there could be two or three or four heats in one category and then you take the best three or four from each of those and then you judge all of those down and then that last one where you've got like three or four or five heats worth of people and it's all phenomenal work it's all a plus quality work but you've got to pick out the piece that's like the one it gets mm -hmm. hard it gets really hard being a judge in those situations but and that's why i eat popcorn and watch liar you're holding the camera zooming in who's yes. doing camera this year if you're in the av area uh, we're probably going to rotate it between a couple different people okay because yeah i think uh, between brian and i one of us is going to be at the board the whole time this year so which is amazing it's kind of cool to do something different different point of view give somebody yep. else the best seat of the house it really is the best seat. I mean, I know you've always been kind of locked there most of the shows, at least during the competition hours. That's fine. But, but I got to see a lot of tattoos. Yeah, you've gotten to see close up firsthand more beautiful tattoo work than most people in the world. Like, 
Concur. Yeah, that's a pretty neat thing. Privilege. Well, bye, Brian. Who are you guys? Who are you waving at? Brian's wrapping it up. He's getting out of here. You can't just wave at Brian. It's like 45 minute minimum to say goodbye to him. No, first that of was all. it. We've been talking all day. Okay. <laughs> you started your goodbye at three. Yes. We're good. <laughs> um, is there anything else you want to touch on as far as the show? Do you want to look at some of the categories? Do you want to do anything like that? Uh, yeah. If you've got a list of the categories, Sandy, that would be cool to give a rundown. Well, I'd ask Kyle to queue it up 13 times, so we'll see. We'll see. This one? Yes, That's that good. one. <laughs> Could you not talk to our intern like you're an irritated father? I mean, if you quit doing irritating kids shit, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, can can are we the only ones that can see that? It's sharing. Nope, he's oh, screen no. sharing it. Yeah. I, I mean, you don't have to. We'll just read what we want to read. That way nobody will see the whole thing. So okay. essentially, let's see here. On Thursday, it's all just set up stuff. Right. Make it work, Kyle. We'll be sharing for at least 45 minutes or an hour on Thursday. If, if you guys care to tune in and see the pre-show show. I really like showing what the floor looks like before everybody gets in there and it's all filled up because I think like you were saying at the beginning of the show tonight, it's kind of like magic to go from this huge open ballroom and this sprawling carpet that you have to like and you hear it bounce and echo off of all the walls to literally in what 24, 36 hours it goes from AV starts no. on Wednesday. Everybody else starts starting up on Thursday. Friday at noon, we're live. So in about 36 hours, right? it completely transforms into not just a convention, but like it's a convention. It's got, it's got lighting. It's got banners like that hang from the ceiling. Really vending cool spaces. stuff. Yeah, vending spaces galore. I honestly, you know, I don't, I don't think we've really talked about the vendors at all. Um, There's a ton of vendors this year. I don't know if I've ever been to a show that has as many vendors as Hell City. And it's crazy because I've been a present for so many conversations where more vendors want to get in. Like right. there are shows where it's, it seems like it's like pulling teeth to get vendors to sell merchandise outside of tattooing. And well, when you have pretty Hell much a, a built-in crowd and a, um, um, people that have vended at Hell City in the past know um, the amount of traffic that it gets, and that in itself mm-hmm. is is worth its value. Um, so it looks like Friday we've got um, we open up at noon, and then we've got looks like just a bunch of art-related events happening throughout the day, and then like the stage show starts at around four. Or I'm sorry, it's six. Um, and then we've got burlesque shows and the freak show at seven. And then the tattoo competitions on Friday would start at eight. Um, oh, I you went past it, but I didn't realize that Derb was going to be airing the uh, Hell City documentary on the main stage. Yep, we show it pretty much every year. Yeah, I didn't realize it was going to be on the main stage, though. So. Yep. I mean, maybe Love it was it. last year. Remember when it used to be in a room by itself and it would just loop the whole yep. weekend? That would be my chilling spot. I'd just go and like kick back in the back row and just listen to Marty Holcomb's voice, like lull me into relaxation. (laughs) (laughs) 
So Friday's competitions are best Asian, best new school, best biomech, best abstract or geometric, best traditional, best hand or foot, and best of the day. So that's a that's a hefty Friday. What do we have going on after the awards? Do we have any after parties or anything going on? Uh, Hellions rest their souls. Bar Big Bar begins at eleven, but there's pretty much an after party every night at the Big Bar. Um, it's yeah. kind of like the unwind spot for the artists that have been working all day. It's a good chance to mingle, walk it's into the some after party. Just like people. it, like sprawls from the Big Bar out to the smoking area. Like it's one like <laughs> ebb flow between the two. Like I'm not like no, it really true. is like that. Yep, you can bring your drinks outside, and it's it's really pretty wonderful. All right. So Saturday, again, we start at noon. Uh, we've got fine art, wet paint, and top two competition registration all start right off the rip. First thing on main stage is Art Fusion, which is a lot of fun to watch. Uh, then we're playing the live docu- the documentary again. Um, then Burlesque again at 6 to 7 to where the freak show would begin. And then we'll start top two competitions again at 8 on Saturday. The categories for competitions on Saturday are best small color, best black and gray, most unusual, best arm or leg sleeve, best back piece to chest panel, worst tattoo, and tattoo of the day. After that, what do we do? We hand out things. Art and collectors, (laughs) artist, collector, and tattoo enthusiasts um, have a drink and draw. That should be pretty cool. A chance to sit and hang out and uh, enjoy so, a beverage. I believe is Guy beaming in for the drink and draw, Kyle. I believe he is. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. So yeah, if you actually want to like participate and like virtually hang out with Guy, it's a pretty. It usually turns into like a biomech evening, but it's you're you're welcome to join and draw anything. Like you don't, you don't. There's no prerequisite to show up ready to be creative. Nice. And drink. And draw. I mean, I guess you don't even have to drink, but it is called a sip and draw. So, you know. All right. So, Sunday, <laughs> once again, we start at noon. Uh, and at noon, again, the fine art gallery and wet paint will start. Contests, competition registration will start at noon as well. Art fusion main stage at one. Burlesque starts at three. Tattoo competitions start at five. Tattoo competitions for Sunday are best large color, best black, best large black and gray, best portrait, best overall female, best overall male, artist of the show, best West, best West, best wet painter, best booth display. Ooh, I like that. Tattoo of the day. Um, so it sounds like all the heavy hitting stuff is Sunday. Ooh, yeah, Sunday. Sunday's usually definitely the the heavy hitting day for competitions, and I, you know, like unless you're actually getting tattooed, I think Sunday has a lot of the like collector oriented things. Like right. that's where like those of us that are working on our body suits and things like that. Those are the days that we kind of get together and just kind of like chum around all day and you know 
Yeah. I don't want to say it's the slower day, but it's the most relaxed day. People have really fallen into the groove. Most people that Mm -hmm. had big projects are either wrapping them up or have uh, already wrapped them up. And uh, it's it's a good chance to catch people in the relaxed mode right before they got to pack up and get everything done. Um, Sunday is always my favorite day. But yeah, Hell City in a nutshell. Un du yep. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know if there's particularly anything that we need to talk to other than or talk about other than that today. Um, I definitely have. So I have an idea. This will definitely be after Hell City and after things settle down a little bit. But I was thinking about getting a whole bunch of like heavy bodysuit collectors together and having a panel discussion, like way back when we did the biomech night, I want to do a panel discussion of that nature where we have a whole bunch of people join us. And I want to talk about like modesty specifically and like that, that thing that we all have to kind of swallow in order to collect these big suits. Like it's, it's easy to sit down and get your arm tattooed or your leg tattooed. But once you have to start taking off your shirt to get tattooed as a woman, or once you have to start taking off your pants to get tattooed as a man or woman, um, there are definitely anybody that's uncomfortable with their body, which is why a lot of people get tattooed is to make them more comfortable in their own skin. So Mm -hmm. having that uncomfortable brief moment where you have to take that deep breath and relax and, feel the non-judgment and understand that you're around family. And, and that, that takes a second, um, yep. so, especially if you're not a heavy collector. So sometime in the very near future, I will be organizing or we will be organizing a panel. I would love to have Andrea on again. I'd love to have the ink shrink on again. Um, nice. You know, we haven't heard from Todd in a while, but he also hasn't gotten much new mm-hmm. tattoo work. Um, but I, I think it would be awesome to have Todd join us for that show. Because I think, you know, once you start getting the below the belt areas covered Filled. or, yeah, not to say like it's a special club that has their butt cheeks tattooed, but. It's it's like, a dedication. There becomes a point where your tattoos all start to link together and they're cohesive pieces that bleed mm-hmm. into each other as opposed to um, you have a few. Or getting um, tattooed at shows. Like I got tattooed at Hell City topless with Adam and Ty working on me. We right. had like a huge crowd of people watching immediately right there. Then there was a whole nother row of people watching up on the balcony. You know, like I just had to close my eyes and pretend they were not staring at me. They were right. only watching Adam and Ty. I was <laughs> not a part of that equation. Uh, I was wrong, but that's what but. I had to tell myself. But But I think that's one of those things that, you know, we talk about the cost of getting tattooed often we talk about the pain we talk about the inconvenience of traveling but there's this real thing where those of us that are shy or timid or um modest or have body image issues you know it's not comfortable for us to be nude in front of anybody especially sometimes anybody at all but then to be nude for, for instance for me to be totally nude with russ like that's somebody who i incredibly look up to like it's a weird idea to be like stark naked in front of somebody that you admire and respect to that degree but meanwhile i'm like he's married he's seen this all before you know like in my mind i'm like this isn't new to him this is 
quit being weird. He's a professional. And Russ was a complete gentleman and only made me feel comfortable. And it was a, it, as, as uncomfortable as I was and as uncomfortable as it could have been. Russ and his entire team were awesome to work with, even in that vulnerable condition, you know, and Russ being Russ, anything he's doing, he's teaching his whole shop. So not only am I nude for Russ, I'm nude for everybody in the studio. So that's something that when I started collecting heavily, it didn't really occur to me that I would put myself through that level of discomfort. Um, And it's just something that we don't, touch on a lot. And I think it's something that they don't really talk about a lot in tattooing. Like you, you, I I mean, I guess I get it sometimes. Sometimes um, I'll get comments from people that maybe make assumptions because I'm heavily tattooed that, you know, I must have enjoyed that, or I must like that kind of attention. When, if you actually know me, like I have clothes on all the time. Not not even that you're extremely (laughs) private about your personal life. So like, there's things that we express through tattooing that we don't necessarily express on the day to day. And that's Mm -hmm. why being in the environment like hell city and having that all encompassing, like, no, we're all, we're all here for the right reasons and here for the same things. It's, it's what makes that comfort so much more. Um, And being at the shop and having one leg out and, you know, all that, it gets to a point where it's, it's, it's just not natural. And you don't feel even if in a room full of people, you know, it just gets to an awkward stage that you have to be mindful of, even if mm-hmm. you're completely comfortable like that. So I don't know. Yep. It's just a, it's a different ballgame. Yep. But so I, I think in the very near future, that's going to be, I think that'll actually be a really good discussion. Um, and, and like I said, I'd love to get a whole group of like heavily tattooed close to bodysuit kind of collectors on and um, just kind of see where that conversation takes us. Love but, it. But yeah, I don't, I don't have a specific date set up for that, but sometime in the near future, that'll be coming. Um, and then after Hell City, I feel like we should start touching base with our friend Chris Taylor on a pretty regular basis yeah. because, you know, we get equally as excited for the Indie Tattoo Expo. So, um, and Chris, I mean, he's, he's working so hard on his show. The first one was good. The second one was even better. So I'm, I, I'm just excited to see what he's coming up with and the, the like next level he's going to bring it to. Um, Indy is not as big as hell city, but man, I feel like it's like the sibling. It's very well sibling to hell city. Yeah. Yeah. Chris does a great job. His team is wonderful. Um, So outside of that. A couple well, teasers next, for after Hell City, and then next we week's going to be all crazy. So yeah. tune in next week as we run around and try to catch everybody up to what we do and what we see and all that stuff. All right, well, Kyle's leaving the stage. Push the buttons, Kyle. All right. Well, everybody who took the time to join us tonight, thanks for joining in and be sure to join us next week. We'll give you more of a kind of, it's almost like an unofficial backstage pass or maybe the official backstage pass of Fell City. I think it is the official one. And you might be right. It probably is the official backstage pass. I'll ask the boss. We'll get get authority. I don't think he'll say no. I don't think he'll do it. All All right, right, guys. Well, 
Thanks Me for uh, putting all the hard work in and connecting everything, Kyle. We always forget to thank you, but I do appreciate you. You are job, an incredibly Kyle. integral part of this or in, integral part of this show. And you you do the things that I am not good at at all. So good job, buddy. Thank you. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, we'll check back next week. See ya. Safe travels. Call me. Always. Bye.